Is it possible to retire on a portfolio that consists of 100% bonds? That's a question a viewer recently emailed me and the topic of today's video. Hey everybody, my name is Rob Berger. This is the Financial Freedom Show, where we talk about investing and in particular, investing in retirement for folks that are either already retired or close to retiring. Now, if you're younger and many years away from retirement, well, you can watch too. But that's the, the subject of this channel. If that's of interest to you, I encourage you to subscribe. Also send out a weekly email every Sunday morning. You can subscribe to that with the link below this video. So let's dive right in. I got this email uh, from a viewer named Chris, and he said, uh, love your YouTube channel. It's helped me learn so much about investing. I would hope that you can make a YouTube video on the following topic. Is it possible to retire solely off of bond funds alone? I'm not talking about getting rich off of bonds, but having enough of them to supplement Social Security to live comfortably in retirement. I'm also not talking about physical bonds like I-bonds, but bond funds. If so, which type of bond funds would offer the best outcome for retirement if one were to only invest in bonds? So it's a great question. It's what we're going to cover today. My goal in part today is to sort of give you some tools that you can use to evaluate different portfolios, including 100% bond portfolios, as well as uh, portfolios that include stocks so that you can sort of do the analysis for yourself. I will tell you as we get started uh, is that it is uh, a 100% bond portfolio. Uh, it it uh, will not support the same type of safe withdrawal rate historically based on historical data that one would uh, if you include stocks. And we can actually go to the 4% rule as a starting place. Remember that Bill Bingen sort of developed that rule as part of his 1994 paper. It's been tested many times since then. And what it basically says is using historical data, uh, you can withdraw 4%, some would put it as high as 4.5 or even 4.7% of your portfolio in year one, adjust it for inflation uh, going forward. And uh, based on historical data, your portfolio should last at least 30 years. As part of that analysis, he looked at this question. And in fact, he considered a 100% bond portfolio. What he concluded was that for the 4% rule to work, you need to have at least 50% of your portfolio in stocks, but no more than 75%. If you fall outside that range, including a portfolio like we're going to look at today, that's 100% bonds, your safe withdrawal rate uh, goes down and can go down uh, significantly still to Chris's question, uh, for some, I suppose that are looking for a ver very low volatile uh, asset, at least compared to stocks and putting aside for a moment, 2022, where the bond market has been very volatile, you know, you certainly could con consider uh, a, perhaps a, a portfolio with more significant amount of bonds than what might be a traditional retirement portfolio. So with that, I want to show you two tools that we're going to look at to help Chris with his question. The first is ficalc.app. It's a tool we've looked at in the past. It's free. You can use it yourself. And, and here's what we've done. I've got a 30-year retirement here. I've put in a million-dollar portfolio. Obviously, if you want to use this tool for yourself, you can change all of these assumptions. I've set the bond allocation to 100%. You do that here. So I zeroed out the equities. I zeroed out the cash. And I've got a 100% bond portfolio. I believe ficalc uses total U.S. Uh, bond uh, market for their data. And I've got a constant dollar, meaning it's adjusted for inflation withdrawal strategy. There are others you could choose, by the way. And uh, I'm assuming a 4% withdrawal. So it starts out in year one at 40,000. And very importantly, I've adjusted it for inflation each year. So I've got this check mark here checked. And when you run the analysis, as you can see, 
the success rate is very low. It's in red number, red numbers. I guess that's to alert us that there's a problem. 48% of the time, you ran out of money before your, your 30 years were up. And 11.5%, uh, you didn't run out of money, but boy, you got real close. And then uh, this is actually important. We'll look at it in a minute. There's actually a small fraction of under 1% where you actually ended up with a truckload of money after 30 years with a 100% bond portfolio. That's actually important, we'll look at it. But let's uh, scroll down. We can see all of the years now. You see most of them are in red. One thing I wanna point out, there are patterns here, right? We, we, we have years where we're successful down here. This is, think, just after the Civil War period, so obviously a long time ago. And then we have a, a, a large chunk of time where we either run out of money, that's the red, or we come close to running out, out of money. That's sort of the orangish yellow color. And then again, another decade where we're fine. And then a huge chunk of time where there's problems. And then another chunk of time where things would have worked out, including this year here, 1982, which is in blue, which means we ended up after 30 years with still a lot of money left. The point I want to make is is that uh, bond markets, uh, they, they do move in over long periods of time in certain patterns where rates are for a long period of time either going up, and that's where you'll often see perhaps a lot of red, or where the markets for a long period of time, the rates are going down and where you'll actually see success. We're gonna come back to that point in a minute, but let's just look at one. We'll pick 19, I don't know, 56. This is on an after inflation uh, basis, you can see that you start to run out of money on a, again after inflation, and you run out of money uh, in about 24 years. Now, to Chris's question, uh, we could say, and maybe this is Chris's case, or perhaps even your case, you don't need 4%. You know, he mentioned Social Security, maybe you have a pension. So you could rerun these numbers starting with a lower withdrawal rate. Maybe you only need 2%. So if we put in 20,000 here, you see it's 100% success rate. And you could play with these numbers, just keeping in mind that this is historical data, right? Which I think is useful, but it doesn't mean that history is going to repeat itself. Now, if we go back to 40,000 in our previous results, I want to take a look at 1982. So 1982, we start down here at a million dollars and on an after inflation, so this is a real basis. Look at this. We end up after 30 years with $3 million. That's just stunning to me in a 100% bond portfolio. Why is that? Well, uh, for you interest rate historians, you know that 1982 was sort of the peak of rising rates and rising inflation. I remember it very well. And uh, since then, uh, we've seen interest rates steadily decline, at least until recently, uh, to almost 0%. And now today, you know, they're starting to go back up again. Who knows what the future will hold? But the point to keep in mind is that the reason 1982 was so successful with a 100% bond portfolio was because rates were at, at really almost all-time highs for the U.S. anyway in recent recent years, say the last 100 years, and they were consistently going down. So we had high yields at that time, but then values of bonds would go up as the yields uh, and interest rates went down. Now, if the opposite is happening now and the future is rising rates, we're going to see very different results. We're, we're likely going to see results that have a lot more red and orange uh, going forward. Again, that's assuming that interest rates continue a steady march upward. Of course, uh, no one can know for sure if that's going to happen. Now, if we want to look beyond just FI calc and 
a total bond market. I think a good tool to use is Portfolio Visualizer. We've looked at it before. And so let's go to that now. And uh, where I would go to begin with, this is the homepage, PortfolioVisualizer.com. I would go to Monte Carlo Simulation. And we have a lot of uh, options here. I'm gonna stick with asset classes, but you could actually select tickers and put specific mutual fund or ETF tickers in for the analysis. The one thing I'll mention is you, of course, only get uh, the amount of data that's available for a given fund. And if it hasn't been around as long, you won't get a whole lot of data. Uh, with asset classes, you get the most data. We're gonna do a million dollar portfolio. We're gonna withdraw a fixed amount periodically. We'll start at 40,000 just to keep it consistent. Yes, we want to adjust it for inflation. Withdrawal frequency is annual. Obviously, you can change all of these as you use this tool to model your own situation. We're assuming a 30-year uh, uh, retirement period. We're going to leave the tax treatment as pre-tax. And um, there's some other adjustments you can make here, but I think that's good for now. And we're going to go uh, to bonds, and we'll start with um, just intermediate term treasury, 100%. And if we do the simulation, if you run the simulation, you're gonna see a lot of data. And uh, I won't walk through it all, but I'll, I'll point out a few things. Let's time-weighted rate of return after inflation. You can see the in the worst scenario, the 10th percentile, it's 1%. So that this would mean after inflation. In the best scenario, the top 10% of scenarios, it was 4.5%. So obviously we're, we're seeing that you know bonds don't, in the long term, return what stocks return. Um, on a, We can see the ending portfolio balance both before inflation, what they call that nominal, and after inflation, a real return. Of course, in the worst case, we're, we're broke, right? We, the, the, we don't last 30 years. But look at this, we go to the best case, 3.9 million before inflation, worth 1.3 million on after inflation. I think uh, for safe withdrawal purposes, we can look at, at two things. First is the safe withdrawal rate, Worst case was 3.72%. That doesn't actually seem too bad. And uh, the best case was actually 6.41%. Now, before we get too excited about those numbers, remember I showed you 1982 and FI Calc and how we talked about how interest rates had steadily gone uh, down since that point and uh, that had actually increased the value of bonds and explains why you could, you could have done so well then. Well, in this simulation, maybe hard to read, but it tells us right here the data they're using is January 72 to December uh, 2021. Now, we know that from 72 to 82, rates were going up. But since then, rates have been coming down. So for the vast majority of the data that Portfolio Visualizer has, uh, bonds were doing pretty good with rates coming down. Again, not for the entire time period they have, but for the, m the vast majority of it. And we're not in that situation now. Even if rates don't continue to go up, we're certainly not at the kind of rates we had in 1982 with rates then going steadily down for 40 years. We know we're not in that environment at the moment. And so we have to recognize that while these results might look attractive, the odds of them repeating themselves, at least in my view going forward, given our what we currently know, are not, are not great. Now, I will point out perpetual withdrawal rate the idea here is what inflation adjusted rate could you take out such that your $1 million portfolio stays intact on an inflation adjusted basis? And I think this is a good statistic or data point to look at. Again, you can see it's just about 1% uh, in the worst case and 4% uh, 
in the best case, but again, I'll, I'll emphasize, we're looking at data from 72 to 2001. Now, to Chris's specific question about which types of bonds, this is where you can use this tool and say, okay, well, rather than intermediate term, let's try long-term. And we run this simulation. We, you know, similar results, but actually better. Remember the perpetual withdrawal rate, worst case was one, now it's 1.6. Uh, safe withdrawal, uh, a little bit higher here, much, much higher on the top end. But remember, again, we're looking at, at, at a series of data that was very, very favorable to long-term bonds. Now, we can do a couple of things here. We can look at other types like TIPS, for example, and we can run this. Uh, the problem with TIPS, and I'm going back to this time frame, we only have 20 years of data, right? So we don't really have 30 years of data. So you have to bear that in mind. These numbers don't look, they look reasonable, right? The worst safe withdrawal rate was 4%, but again, we're looking at a fairly narrow uh, range of data. The other thing I'll mention is you can of course include different bond classes. So we could, for example, say, well, what about 50% in tips and we'll put 50% um, in intermediate treasury. Now, again, because we've got tips in there, our data is still limited to the last 20 years, but we can see how that impacts the results. And of course, for those of you that want some stocks in your portfolio, and I suspect that's most retirees, um, you can um, obviously add different asset classes and change the allocation to model uh, whatever uh, portfolio you have in mind or whatever portfolio you want to test. Now, finally, I wanna mention one other article and tool uh, to you, and I'll leave links to this below the video. This is an article by Alan Roth. He's uh, big in the Bogleheads community, and I followed his work. What he did in this article, and it was just, uh, oh, about a month ago, this is uh, October of uh, last October, a month ago, October, 2022, is he built a tips ladder designed to cover a 30-year retirement. Remember, tips are adjusted for inflation, and the real return on tips had gone up uh, as compared to uh, recent history. And he actually built a tips ladder that would, and we can look at the details here, I think it was just over 4% that it supported uh, for a 30-year period. And I mention this uh, in part just out of interest for what he did. The one thing I'll mention though, and he points this out towards the end of this article, here's the the real, real, real average annual withdrawal rate, if you can see that, it's 4.36%. He did point out though, that as compared to say your typical stock bond allocation in retirement, where you're likely to have money left over, in this case, you effectively wouldn't. You know, it's, it's, you're basically spending all of this money in a 30 year period, but it is giving you a real average withdrawal rate, as he pointed out, of 4.36%. Now, yields on tips have changed even since he wrote this article a month ago. And so whether you could replicate this today is unclear to me. The tool that I wanna point out is this ibonds.info site, and let's go to it, where there's a spreadsheet to ladder tips. Now, this is not something that I've explored uh, yet uh, other than just to look at it here, but I wanna point it out to you because you might find that tool interesting. Again, I will leave a link to both uh, Alan's article and the tips spreadsheet uh, below the video. And of course, you can check out FICALC and Portfolio Visualizer to model your own situation. So Chris, I don't have uh, an, a specific yes, no answer to you. Can you have a 100% bond portfolio uh, that is likely to survive a 30-year retirement? I would say yes, if 
your withdrawal rate is really low, at least compared to a 4% rule, or you just happen to get lucky right now, given where the, the economy is, where interest rates are and yields, I think it's highly unlikely that this time period will be one of those lucky time periods. I just don't see 2022 as being the same situation as 1982. So yes, you could have a 100% bond portfolio, but you're gonna have to be prepared for a much lower uh, withdrawal rate. And as we've seen in 2022, you can also have a lot of volatility in bonds depending on what type of bonds you invest in. So hopefully this gives you some tools to run your own analysis. If you have any questions, leave them in the comments below. I'll be happy to help you out any way I can. And until next time, remember the best thing money can buy is financial freedom.